Last time on The Adventure Zone. Up there, you see a, another goblin, and next to him, you see uh, an unconscious human man. He sounds like Kelsey Grammer, and he looks like Common. He's a one hell of a goblin. I have a, a proposition for you. I will let you leave this cave with your berry blue jeans, alive and unharmed. I want you to depose our current employer, whose name is Clark. <laughs> Clark is like he looks. He looks pretty badass. All right, I cast Charm Person on Clark. Uh, he brings you out most aromatic oolong tea uh, you have ever tasted. It is enough to level uh, all three of you up to level two. What happened to Gundren? We were contracted to acquire uh, uh, Gundren and deliver him to the Black Spider. Clark's gonna wake up soon, and, and I don't mm-hmm. want to be where that happens. Barry Blue Jeans is amenable to that. He's like, yeah, let's get the hell out of this cave. I'm not a big fan of this cave. My name's Barry Blue Jeans. Once again, the yawning portal opens before you. Abandon all hope, ye who enter the Adventure Zone. So the four of you, with with Barry J. Blue Jeans, are uh, walking out of the cave towards your wagon. Very far off in the distance of that cave, you hear a... Wait, what? Ah, shit! Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, You you manage to get back to where your your cart is. Sure enough, it is just fine. It's uh, still hidden. Nobody's managed to come across it. The dog in the back is uh, pretty upset. But they're, oh, come here, Ruby. Come here. Uh, she bites all of your hand off. Oh, that's <laughs> right. I don't care. Let me roll for animal handling. No. No. Okay. Fair you enough. Ruby's mine. Um, you all uh, walk back, uh, hop, hop in the cart, and get back on the road uh, towards Fandolin. Wait, I need can to we talk do something to Bar- first. We got to talk to Barry. Yeah, yeah. Barry, what the hell happened? A lot of shit, and it was all really terrible. And if you gave me the option, I would not do it again. Why do I imagine that Bill Hader character when they all made their own puppets and they were all talking through the puppets? I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't think so. Sorry, it's on Saturday Night Live. I would like to, can we... That show hasn't been invented yet. Oh, or has it already happened? Oh, shit. Future, future fantasy. Blew your mind. I think we ought to, before we head out, I think, can we like do one of those perception checks or whatever? We're talking to Barry right now. Oh, I thought you were done. I thought he was well, done. He didn't say anything. That was not all that Barry has to offer. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, how much? How much do you guys know? Let's. Uh, I guess let's establish a baseline. We know that uh, Gundren was sold or or given to someone named the Black Spider through an envoy. Okay. Yeah, you lied to us. In other words, I, and we found your map. Uh, did did you? You didn't find a map. No. No, I'm lying. Oh, okay. You found... So you found the map. Oh, we know all about yep. the map. Found the map! <laughs> so what was really going on, Barry? Uh, okay. Let's start from the beginning. Uh, Gundren and his two brothers, uh, whose names are Tharden and Nundro, 
Mm-hmm. None good, good friends of mine. Um, oh, cousins, right. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot all about that. The three of them have a claim to the, the lost mine of, of Fandolin. They managed to find out where it is. So why didn't he tell us that right up front? Because he didn't trust you guys. Why the hell would he trust you? I'm his you? cousin! The, your fourth cousin. Dwarves have like 800 cousins. So it's like, you know, <laughs> you're basically <laughs> perfect strangers. And Dayton's a bitch. Yo, tell me about it. <laughs> or is it kind of great? <laughs> kind of. I don't know who this black spider is, but I would love to give him a piece of my mind. After I rest for about two months. I need to sleep. Uh, listen. I've partied pretty hard before in my life. I'm going to need to sleep this one off. So it, it sounded to me like we've got no leads on Black Spider or anything like that. We should head to the town. Listen, well, that's- it's not my first goddamn time at the bodyguard rodeo, is it? Magnus. Uh, Barry seems pretty confident that he can track Gundren down. Barry, let me ask you this. Do you need to go back to town? I would love to go back to town. If we can get back there, let me get a few sips of the old hooch. And maybe a, maybe a short rest. Maybe you just give me like a 15-minute power nap. Well, listen, guys. Why don't we head back to town? Just going to kick on kick on the white noise. Go back to town. Okay. Let's go back to town, and then uh, maybe we can buy some some junk. Sure, yeah, sure. Maybe some uh, some all-around candy. Whatever. Well, what's why are you beefing now? No, look. Hey, listen. I, I'll go along with the majority. That's fine. Well, Dad, would you, you rather stay here where we know nothing and nothing is going on? <laughs> No, no, you're you're right as always. It's fine, fine, fine. You've you've been listening to passive aggressive Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> this has been Dungeons and Dragons with Arnani. No, let's let's go. Let's go to town. Yay, town. Uh okay, you you all get back to town. I don't know if you actually want to buy shit, because I'm not hundred percent sure how you do that per se. Um Fanolin is a, a very large town, um, compared to, I guess, some of the bullshit villages that you guys have been through. It's a town on the up-and-up, uh, recovering from the, the collapse of the mining economy. Um, so there are general stores and, and uh, armories that have really great names, according to this book. There's uh, Lion Shield Coster. I guess you can mm-hmm. buy, like, a sword or some shit there. You drop off Berry Blue Jeans to uh, get his rest on. Um, oh, by the way, I need my, uh, my box of shit. Cool. We, we need your box of shit. We yeah. All right. Well, why don't we let him rest first? No, I just, I'm just going to go ahead and take that with me into the inn. I got to change the clothes in there. I smell like, uh. I smell like, uh, smell like a wet dog. Okay. <laughs> These guys have already burned us once. We don't know this Barry Blue Jeans from shit. Okay. How do we know he's not going to take off when this? You know, All right, I'll stay in the inn. And you guys go buy things. You want me to pick anything up for no, you? No, you're the one that wants. You're the one that wants to go to town. Let okay. me stay in the end. All right, you stay in the end. I'll go buy things. So uh, the the four of you sit down to sort of further discuss uh, your your next plan of attack. Uh, uh, Barry is very set on finding Gundren. If it gets out that he allowed his his client his client to get kidnapped or dwarf napped, uh, it's not going to be great for his reputation. Um, so he is, uh, he's looking around, he says, uh, he says, uh, like I said, that map, that was a fake. The real map, and this is really great, you guys are gonna love this. The real map is inside that goddamn dwarf. Yuck. 
No, it's not so like what? in his. He's not like in his butt already. Well, I guess a little bit. It's his. Uh, Is it like Fifth Element style? It, no, it wasn't love the whole time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and he's he's rooting around. He says, uh, and he he pulls out a, a parchment that is completely blank. And he says, "Oh, thank God they didn't get this," and spreads it out and, and keeps sticking around. He says, uh, "That dwarf, his blood is actually the map. His blood isn't that great? Have you heard anything yeah. of that before?" <laughs> wow! Yeah. What the uh, hell are you talking about? He says uh, he gave me a he gave me a vial. He's like digging around the box. He gave me a vial of his blood. He he's dumping the box out. He's he's emptying it upside down, and he's saying like, "Well, never mind then. I may not have a way to find him if we can't find this this blood." Shit. Well, I'm a cousin. Would my blood work? That is not a bad idea. He says, uh, and he's like, "Can I?" Uh, can I borrow your hand there for a second? Um, I'd be a little more comfortable if you let me decide where the blood was going to come from. I mean, just make sure you get a lot and make sure it's good blood. Uh, when you say a lot, tell me about your cholesterol. <laughs> not good. Well, I, not bad. It's in the uh, it's the good cholesterol for dwarves. Okay, <laughs> what's that like fourteen fourteen hundred uh, in that range? In there. Okay. Uh, All right, so I, I I take the the very unsanitary looking fork, okay, laying on the table, and I prick my finger and started dripping. Okay, uh, with each uh, you manage to hit a vein, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you hit a major a artery vein in my finger. Uh-huh. Well, you don't know about dwarf anatomy. You don't know. And what's you're going real, on you're real good at this. As a cleric, you know exactly where the veins are. Uh, so it's weird. It's it, with every drop of of blood that you put on this on this uh, vellum that you're you're assuming is enchanted in in some way to uh, react to to rock seeker blood. That, or Barry's just a giant prick. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, he's I'm just kidding. kidding. <laughs> I can't believe you fell for it again. Um, no, with the old each, your blood is the map trick. Your your blood is actually. Almost uh, uh, molding itself. It's weird. It's like it's not turning into ink. It's staying on top of the paper, almost like it's hydrophobic, and it's forming this uh, shape with each with each drop. It's filling out more and more and more of this shape. Um, and and you do that for a few minutes. Barry's looking very impatient. He's he's like, well, "Can you cut more? Can we do more holes?" I thought no, you guys were like big brave heroes, and you're just like – it's like a child getting a booster shot over here. Yeah. Eat me, Barry. Let's just go on. Okay. Uh, so so you managed to uh, uh, get a lot of blood on this paper, uh, and you recognize wow. it by comparing it to the other map that it is pointing to the Sword Mountains, which are uh, uh, about a day's ride from Phandalin. Um and there, there's one point where your blood has sort of formed a circle around the foothills of the Sword Mountains. And Barry goes, I'll be, I'll be a son of a bitch. Okay, so how do we know that's where Thundren is? Uh, Gundren. Told you, we're very close. <laughs> uh, if he was taken by the Black Spider, I'm assuming that they were going to take him this cave. This cave, you got to understand, this is the, the Rock Seeker's birthright. This cave, this is a this is an area of tremendous power, and they see it as their uh, 
their birthright. It belongs to them, uh, but they are probably not the only ones looking for it. So uh, uh, if if the black spider took them, I guarantee you he takes them takes him here. F- how far are the sword mountains from where we're at? A day, day's ride. Day's ride. Yeah. So we need to get some horses, or oh, you can use my cart if you want. Do you want to come with us, Barry? I really need to rest. I uh, Barry, it would look bad if you let your charge. Uh, uh, if you didn't rescue them, I mean, what? It would look super rep? bad if I just like died. <laughs> well, it would be equally That's bad. Be bad for business. Let me, let me picture this. It's going to be equally bad for my career if I just fucking die. <laughs> That's a good point. Okay, maybe you could pay us part of your commission if we go. Yeah, safe. I think you should cut us in if we're going to rescue this guy. You give us half of whatever you're getting paid to guard him. If you can find this cave, you are not going to have to worry about money ever, ever again. Because we'll die. No. Well. <laughs> Maybe I'm not a psychic. It, All right, but you got to give us the map. If you don't, oh sure. I mean, it's your blood. Fuck it. Okay. Before we go, is there anything else you can tell us about Black Spider or this cave? I haven't seen. I haven't met facing? this Black Spider. The cave. The cave's called Wave Echo Cave, and I know that's a silly name, but it's just what they call it. I didn't come up with it. I I do have one question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is is Black Spider like? Uh, like a nickname, or is he a giant black spider? I yeah, he never heard of him. Why are you asking him? Because I'm Magnus isn't good with spiders, oh. and apparently not good with paying attention. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen for other people. Spiders are pretty small, right? So I don't know how that guy would be able to like kidnap and extort and shit. It's just a little spider. I, I don't know. They you know they don't pay me to to think. All right. Thanks, Barry. Do we need uh, uh, provisions? Do we need to buy provisions for? I'm not going to ever make you guys worry about food and shit. No. We're okay. Good. good. Perfect. That is a Let's that roll is out. a Griffin Macquarie. What, ta- what time of day is it right now? Uh, mid afternoon. Did we rest? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. You guys. Hey. You guys have have taken a long rest. You're back at zero. Let's move out. All right, yeah, let's, let's roll out. Let's ride. Okay. Here we come a running. Head on the highway. So, uh... <laughs> that was a good montage. Following this... Are we there now? <laughs> We're there! <laughs> Dad and I montage just there. Yeah, no, you're like, totally... I missed it. I'll meet you guys there. You guys are totally there. Um, you, you followed uh, this, this dwarven blood map. Um, it's pretty, it's a pretty sweet-looking map. Um... It's all gothic and shit. It looks like a Slipknot cover album. Um, Wait, a Slipknot, a Slipknot cover album, a, slip, a, a Slipknot, Slipknot album, album cover. cover. <laughs> this, is, this is my album of Slipknot covers. <laughs> the one by Peter. I call Bjork. it Loose Bow. <laughs> I so I'm jumping way way forward. So I'm gonna have to. You guys are gonna have to bear with me because uh, you're not supposed to be at Wavecker Cave yet. You're supposed to be like level four or five. By the time you reach Wave Echo Cave. Well, oh, that do. sounds good. Huh? Well, maybe we need to go somewhere else first. No, because I don't want you Should guys... we go grind, like, kill some gnolls or something to level up? Or uh, collect some belts to turn in for something? Yeah, you go uh, You go to Crushbone Castle, and you collect belts, and now you're level 20. Uh, no, you'll <laughs> be fine. Don't worry about it. Um, okay. What did we miss? I mean, there's other stuff in this book, but I don't want to stick to this book for any longer than we absolutely have to. Okay. All right. There's like a castle, and there's like a 
a bunker. You you guys have managed to uh, uh, find this this uh, region of foothills uh, leading into the Sword Mountains, and and following this map, which is uh, for a thing made out of human blo- body fluid or dwarven body fluid, uh, incredibly detailed. Uh, you manage to find your way uh, to the entrance of Wave Echo Cave. Uh, and fr- from inside, you actually hear, uh, appropriately enough, what sounds like uh, crashing waves. And they're very intermittent. Every every two minutes or so, you hear like a, the sounds of waves breaking on a shore. But, but very, very, very loud. Um, and real echoey. And super, super, super <laughs> echoey. Um, okay. And it's very it's it's actually quite cold inside the cave uh, as you as you move. Did I bring a jacket? You brought a nice. Can parka. I roll to see if I brought a jacket? Yeah, please. <laughs> are you not? Oh, are you actually going to do it? It's a two. Oh no, two. you didn't. You didn't bring a shirt. No, he's, <laughs> no, he's, it's he's, a members only jacket. A members only jacket. No way whoa, for whoa, a two. Whoa, that's for members only. No way. Yeah, but how much protection is that going to be? No, you're jacketless. It's surprisingly comfy. Thank you very much. You're jacketless, and your nipples are super hard, and they're that like type of hard where like they keep rubbing against the inside of Ooh. your shirt, and like ch- they're chafing, and you hate it. But like it a little bit. Nope. <laughs> you only hate it. You start to make your way into the uh, Wave Echo Cave and uh, sort of true to, to, to history, because uh, remember, this was, a, this was a, a mine where magical ores were mined out and um, uh, crafted into incredibly powerful magic weapons. The walls of the cave are almost luminous. They're almost, they have a, like a bioluminescence to them where you honestly don't really need a torch. There seems to be okay. just sort of a natural light emanating all around you. The walls are sort of shimmering with, with latent energy. Um, so you make your way into the uh, cave entrance. Uh, there's a, a, a large cavern that's supported by a, a natural rock pillar, uh, a few stalagmites. Um, and in the, the western part of this cavern foyer... Uh, behind a column of rock are are a few bedrolls and a heap of some supplies, some sacks of flour and salt and meat and lanterns and oil and pickaxes and shovels and other sort of mining gear. Um, And amid those supplies, you see the body of a dwarf um, wearing some mining gear. Do we know the the dwarf? You actually actually do. It is, uh, it's Tharden. Tharden Rockseeker, one of My the... My other cousin. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, you, you identify his, his body and, and point it out to your, uh, to your compatriots. Um, and maybe... You just say, Tharden. That's Tharden there. <laughs> and maybe one solitary tear. One tear. I know that fool. That there's Tharden. Yeah, you guys go ahead and I laugh. I grab one of the lanterns. Okay. You can grab a lantern if you want. You guys can, 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 can have your pick. Tharden's certainly not going to need it, right? He's fucking dead. He died. I searched Tharden's body for valuables. You actually, uh, you find on him a pair of... I do it covertly so the other guys don't see. Okay. <laughs> make a st- hey, make a stealth- it's my cousin! Make a sleight of hand check, then. This is, uh, this is, uh, a tradition 
in uh, my in my uh, culture, it's a blessing that we do for the dead <laughs> that we help to. I'd like to roll against this roll. Help to usher them into. Okay, uh, Justin. The next, Justin, world. make a sleight of hand check, and Dad make a perception check. Okay, I need to see the d twenty. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, twelve. All right, I only got a nine. Okay, uh, Justin. No, ten. Sorry. Okay. Uh, uh, Taco, you, uh, you notice that his boots are, uh, actually really great boots. These are, they are uh, made for walking. They are, uh, actually made for jumping. They are magic boots of striding and springing. And, uh, so you, uh, you managed to get those off of him without, uh, anybody else <laughs> noticing. That's some pretty fucking good sleight of hand. I have to give it to myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they are, uh, they are loafers. So they're, they're loafers of, of, uh, springing. Jumping loafers. Now, yeah. will that, can I wear those? I'll explain what they are. Because maybe you'll decide to give them to somebody else, which might be kind of uncomfortable if you give them to Merle. Because then you'll be like, oh, I just found these definitely not on your cousin's corpse. Um... But these are, uh, your speed while wearing these boots becomes 30 feet, unless your walking speed is higher, and your speed is not reduced if you are encumbered or wearing heavy armor. In addition, whenever you jump, you can jump three times the normal distance. (gasps) I Um, would like those, please. I think you already have they Like, would these create an encumbrance for, like, my spell gesturing? No. No, okay. But you're not going to be running into anything. You're not going to be jumping into battle. Okay, I would like to give these... To uh, Magnus <sighs> when Merle's not looking. Okay. Make a side <laughs> of like slip it. <laughs> Make another. Gosh, what, what are you doing? <laughs> Make another side of hand check for me. Gosh, what, what's going on over there? We'll use Sad's original perception check to contest it, but go ahead and make that side of hand check. Uh, okay, a 14. Yeah, okay. Dang. You slide these boots. Dad, you're just, like, so tore up. <laughs> well, yeah, he's dead. So now I can jump three times as far. Uh, you, you, you have three times the normal jumping distance, yeah. Sweet. And then I say, I wonder what happened to those boots I gave him for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Where are his Christmas shoes? Those other guys must have stolen his magic Christmas shoes. <laughs> um, the magic Christmas shoes increase my speed? Because uh, I'm already at 30. No, then it's just there. Um, okay. If you do Plus ever get, jumping if you shoes. get heavier armor... That would normally decrease your speed. It negates that effect. Oh, I actually take that back. I think my speed was decreased by my chainmail, and so that brings it back up to 30, because I was at 25. Okay. Great. Cool. Cool. Hey, while we're talking bullshit, I wanted to ask real quick, Griffin. When I leveled up, it said I got an extra hit die. Yeah. What is that? So hit die are what you spend during short rest to get hit points back. You started out. You started out with okay. just one, and then you roll your hit die for you. I think it's a d six, and then you add your Constitution modifier. Um, and before you could only do that once before you needed to take a long rest. Now you have Got two it. of those. So does that make sense? Got it. Yeah. Cool. Uh, okay. So in the back of this chamber, behind this mining uh, uh, campsite where Tharden is totally dead in, uh, you see uh, a pit. Uh, an, an open pit in the back of the cave um, and at the bottom of that pit uh, in, in, in the back wall is a tunnel that is leading further into the cave how deep is the pit do I need to do a perception thing or no you can just you can see a pit just spit in it okay um, it's a we'll say it's about 20 feet it's about 20 feet down and then at the bottom of the pit uh, is a tunnel leading into the cave let's go we'll in the say- pit 
Let's pit it. Um, you'll have to uh, to to make a, a athletics check if you want to try and climb down, unless you want to use some sort of special tool to get down there. My athletics is great. Let me go first, and I'll catch you. Can I uh, can I grab one of those pickaxes yeah, to help? Sure. Why not? Great. Now you have a pickaxe. I'm using that. I'm going to use that to help climb down. Oh, cool! Like a almost like a what is the, what's yeah. the word like a pitten? Yeah, like a pitten. Python. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and jump down. Okay. Oh, cool! I just did that thing. You could do the thing I did. Well, but my athletics aside, if I can get down there first. Okay. Yeah. Roll a guys. roll a roll an athletics check for me. Oh god! See, I didn't roll in the box. I got to roll in the box. Your magic always twenty box. Yeah. Hold on. Your magic box of cheating. Um, <laughs> fair enough. It's thirteen. Thirteen. That's insufficient. You don't fall though. You just uh, you get about halfway down, uh, and you get really scared, <laughs> and you're just sort of holding onto the edge of the wall. Um, oh. So you can try again if you want to try and try sure. and get down the rest of the way. Nine plus six, fifteen. Okay. Yeah, you managed to get down. Great. Other two. Okay. I'm gonna climb down. Okay. Just just I'll using sp- the rock I'll face. I'll spot you. Okay. 16. Okay. Yeah, you make it down. Taco? Are you going to use your pickaxe? Yeah, I'm using my pickaxe. I'll give you advantage, because I think that's a cool idea. Thank you. Uh, oh, I got an 18, and 16 with my athletics is no, it's, zero. No, it's more than so enough. 18. Yeah, you, get, you, all, uh, you all three get down uh, and, and see this... Uh, entrance moving into the back it looks almost like it was uh uh carved into the cave there's actually a lot of like rubble lying around uh, almost like this cavern has been uh excavated it's almost a perfect square um so you think that it was probably dug out to to get people deeper into the the wave echo cave so uh you can start to move down this but um you you realize as you move along that this this path is actually branching off and moving uh, almost like a labyrinth uh, into the cave. You guys run into a few dead ends. You you, you do a little bit of map making. Do a little bit of map making and uh, uh, oh god, you need more blood. Uh, no, just normal maps. Oh, not freaky okay. dwarf blood maps. Oh good. Uh, and uh, you manage to find your way uh, through these caverns, um, and you hear uh, the this sound behind you as you make your way through uh, that almost sounds like behind us? Yeah. There's either a duck coming or someone's farting. No, it's... Sorry, I didn't do it good. Hold on, let me do a little bit of um, Foley work here. Oh, it's definitely farting. I think someone's having, like, some Go-Gurt. Oh god, I almost choked the <laughs> You gotta be careful when when D and Ding. It's a when very dangerous foley-ing. game. Um So you uh you're about uh you're you're moving through these caverns and you hear that sound almost like it is uh uh, uh stalking you um from from behind. Can I hear the sound again? Because I've Son of a of- bitch. <laughs> <laughs> How was that? That was good. <laughs> Wait, if we stop moving, does the sound stop? No, it gets louder. Okay, great. Hurry. <laughs> so we move a little bit, and what do we hear? You hear that sound that I'm not going to do a third goddamn time. Oh, come on. One more, please. Splooch, 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 splooch. splooch. <laughs> um, 
we got to get out of this Jackoff cave. <laughs> Why did we even come to a place called Jackoff cave? <laughs> what were we thinking? I told you guys. Um, so, yeah, you guys can try and hoof it through the Jackoff cave. Um, <laughs> How about if, is it possible we just wait and see what's coming? Pardon my choice of words. <laughs> yeah. Um, I say we keep going and maybe a little bit faster. Hey everyone, this is your Dungeon Master Griffin with a quick non-canonical The Adventure Zone break. Uh, I'm going to use this time in the show to uh, catch you guys up on what's happening with the show, what's new, uh, because it would be weird if Taco was like, by the way, follow us on Facebook. Uh, That's my taco impression thank you all so 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 much for uh your support in the launch of the adventure zone uh we we managed to climb up the the itunes numbers and have gotten a lot of really great reviews that have really helped us out um since since our launch a couple weeks ago so we really do appreciate that a whole lot you guys have been so kind and so supportive um if you haven't done that yet if you haven't left us an, an itunes review uh it really is super helpful for um, making sure that we are promoted on the podcast section of iTunes, which is like so important when a show launches. Uh, or if you can just tweet about the show or tell a friend, uh, we're, we've got the the hashtag that we cooked up, TazCast, T-A-Z-Cast. Hopefully we'll find something a little bit more holistic than that someday. You can also follow us uh, on Twitter at TheZoneCast and keep up with uh, all of the updates as we go. We're going to launch uh, another website uh, on which we can post stuff like fan art and uh, updated character sheets as the, the guys level up uh, and, and change uh, for people who are interested in that stuff. If not, that's cool. You can just listen to the show and the goofs. We have an aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone, and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So, right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right, powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis... How did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. 
Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Chicago! We're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. And Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2. Schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information's there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all of the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little Sailor Man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. Uh, if this is your first Maximum Fun podcast that you're listening to, welcome to The Fold. Uh, there are a lot of other really great podcasts that you should take a moment to listen to. If you haven't listened to our other podcast, My Brother, My Brother and Me, that might be in your wheelhouse. But there's a ton of other shows, too. Uh, Throwing Shade, Jordan Jesse Go, Judge John Hodgman. Seriously, like over a dozen shows, all free, all really great. So make sure that you go give those a listen. Uh, we're going to try to include you guys in a few fun ways uh, in the show. Uh, in the future. So uh, if you tweet about the show with the hashtag TazCast, uh, we're actually going to name a few NPCs after people who do that. So that might be fun. I also have this idea for like building an in-game shop with merchandise that you guys create. I'm still formulating, still percolating that. Uh, if you can't tell, I'm really, really excited about this show. And uh, I have a ton of ideas for uh, the, the campaign and, and stuff that we can all do together. We can make you guys part of the adventure. Um, so I'm really excited about that opportunity. Anyway, let's get back to the show. Um, thanks again for listening and for uh, sharing the show. And uh, enjoy the rest of this Jizz Tunnel adventure. So the three of you have emerged from the Jerkoff Cave... And you are very happy to be out of that particular place. But yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and you find yourself on this uh, large stone ledge, uh, sort of a stone outcropping um, that is a, just sort of a natural part of the cave, overlooking uh, about uh, quite a ways down, about 10 stories down, actually, uh, a giant spring um, filled filled with wellspring water. Um that is, is like enormous. A it's shimmering. It's not a diving board. No, it's it's more like a ledge. Um, 
you're just standing on it. It's floor. Um, above the spring is a giant stalactite that is actually glowing much, much brighter than the the walls of the cave, which remember are sort of. Have so an wait, are we still shimmer. in the cave? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You yeah, said we in- left the cave. We just left oh, the jerk off portion. You left the jerk off <laughs> tunnel. Let's. You know what? I, I should. You're right, Justin. That's my fault as a DM. I should watch my parlance. It was a jerk off tunnel. <laughs> okay. So we're out of jerk off tunnel. You're out of jerk off canyon. Listen, a, a cave can be made up of all kinds of sorts of different things. <laughs> Springs. Some of them having nothing to do with jerking off. Yeah. Uh, you've never seen me in a cave. That's, that's true. <laughs> he's this, he's, is, hold on, is this funny? Spaspunker? Like a spelunker? But like, <laughs> I don't think that's actually fun, funny at all. Hey, hey, Taco, hey, Merle, should I jump yeah. in this spring? Well, it's, it's ten stories down, ten so you'd stories. almost, you'd no, almost certainly that. Should I jump in? Um, no, don't sh- do it. No, not yet. Don't okay. do it. Um, don't do it. So you actually realize that periodically, every few minutes or so, uh, a, a single drop of water sort of forms on, on the stalactite, as stalactite drops of water are want to do, uh, and, and falls into the, this spring. Uh, and when it does, it actually causes this disproportionately enormous wave uh, mm-hmm. from the outside, sort of just like a ripple that moves very, very quickly and just sort of pushes up against the walls of the cave and comes flying up uh, with, like, absolutely tremendous force um some of some of that water actually manages to get up onto the outcropping that you're standing on which you actually now realize uh is blanketed in this uh carpet of of fungus but it's not like any fungus you've ever seen before it's 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 these shimmering beautiful multicolored uh mushrooms um that that you are sort of standing and, and looking at uh, from from the exit of the Jerkoff Tunnel, uh, and they're absolutely beautiful. They are beautiful mushrooms. And and on the other side of the ledge is a wooden elevator, sort of a lift leading down to a path, sort of circling the circling the spring. Um, do, do, you, do any of you have a nature skill? Could you check out those mushrooms? See if you know anything about them. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, yes, I'm plus three for nature. Okay. Mm. You can make a nature check if you want. Um, I'd like to make a nature check. Okay. No, wait a minute. That was Justin saying that. I'd like to make a nature check. Okay. Oh, he's becoming one. You've never seen... Oh, go ahead. 22. That was really, really good. Um, You've never seen these mushrooms before you don't sorry re- 22 you, yeah you, you've never they should seen- be fucking named after me <laughs> <laughs> you've never these, seen these you, print taco. A book, you get a book published about these mushrooms taco shroom gomas. taco stools taco stools <laughs> that sounds nasty <laughs> Oh man, um, I actually got a Crunchwrap Supreme at Taco Bell the other day that gave me the taco stools for the yeah. rest of the day. It was really bad. Um, so you you don't you've never seen these mushrooms before. You're not sure what they are, but you did notice actually that as you exited the tunnel um, and and are sort of standing uh, over this this carpet of mushrooms that they actually seem to react to your presence somehow. Um, they they sort of they sort of swelled up a little bit as soon as you entered the room uh, and and as soon as you sort of started talking, uh, some of them started shuddering a little bit, some of them started uh, rattling a little bit. Um, so you don't know what they are, but you did notice that they had some sort of like sort of natural biological response to to just the three of you being there. Hail and well met, mushrooms. 
as you say that, Travis, to the mushrooms, uh, a, a group of them right below you shoot uh, a cloud of spores straight upwards uh, mm-hmm. in your direction. So I need you to make a constitution saving throw. No, that's just their way of saying hello. <laughs> uh, an ele- constitution, you say? Yeah. 13. Okay. Uh, you, you sort of you sniffle. You get the sniffles, but you're fine. Okay. Bless you. Shh. Everyone be quiet. Uh, actually, as you said that, like a little bit, a little cloud of sports just kind of shot up to your ankles, but then came came right back down. Okay, uh, guys, what? I think there's something with the mushrooms. You did it again, and they just sort of get up a little bit. Okay, listen, I'm gonna point at the elevator. <laughs> Uh, what are your guys? Not, uh, I, I should. I need your character sheet so I can just know this stuff offhand and not ruin the mystery. But what? Are, what are your guys' passive perception skills? Uh, uh, passive is uh, mine's three. No, your pa- your passive perception would be. I think it's ten. Ten plus your your perception modifier. Yeah. Then mine's thirteen. Uh, thirteen. Mine's nine. Nine. Okay. Uh, I want. Uh, Merle and Taco to go ahead and make perception checks for me. Okay. I'll just sit over here uh, and whistle. 17 for me. Uh, 12 for me. Uh, okay, Justin, you actually Sorry, notice. I don't know a Justin. <laughs> Sorry, it's... It, let's lose his sense of self. Let's part the kimono a little bit. Um, <laughs> it's been, it's been a, a, actually a, like a month or so since the last time we played. Taco, you notice uh, hanging from the ceiling... Uh, actually, I should say it was on the ceiling. Now it is falling. A giant uh, black blob mass uh, that is now plummeting right mm-hmm. on top of where uh, Magnus is standing. Um, and it is it is in the process of, of falling, looking like it's attacking him. Uh, and it makes a sound like... Oh, it's uh, Gusher. <laughs> he, was my, he was my favorite folk hero growing up. I would... Well, oh, it's coming at Magnus. You didn't see I'm, shit, Merle. I'm, I, I'm the one who sees it. Hold oh, on. that's right. You saw it. Can I see the look of panic on his face and dodge out of the way? Uh, d- does he make a panic? It's all up to it's all up to uh, Taco. We're role playing now. How close am I to Magnus? Um, I don't know. I mean, you guys just exited this tunnel. You're probably relatively close. You're probably just checking out the sights as you were on this ledge. While while he makes up his mind, may I make one comment? Yeah. Magnus, are those new boots? They are new boots. Thank you. I, uh, those I look crafted really good. them while you were napping. Both of you guys make constitution saving throws for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you dullards. <sighs> That's right. to Dad and Travis. Yeah. 17. 17. 22. Okay, no, 21. Fine. 21. You're still fine. Uh, uh, I'm going to need I, you to make up your mind. I, or else ran fro- I, I cast Ray of Frost on the blob. You're going to try and hit it's, it while it's falling from the ceiling? It's a cantrip. I'm going to hit it... Uh, Ray of Frost okay. to the blob. All right, I like this. Um, and I'm going right. to say that when, as soon as he raises his hands and I see a ray of frost coming at me, I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to dive down. I don't think. I mean, you're not going to know exactly what's what's going on. You just see Taco sort of spin on his heels and and volley a ray of frost at this at this falling object. That's why I'm saying I'm going to move. I don't want to get hit by a ray you of frost. You don't see this happening. No, nobody does. Uh, uh, except you. for except for Taco. Taco. Uh, this is gonna be. I'm gonna. This is gonna be a hard shot. Uh, I'm actually gonna give you disadvantage on this attack because this thing is falling at at terminal velocities. Okay. So that means you roll twice on the attack and you uh, you Take use the, the worst. Yeah. Okay. I got an 18. Okay. What do I add to this, Griffin? Add to my roll. Your. Uh, I think it's plus five. It's your. It's your spell casting yeah, modifier plus your uh, your per- proficiency bonus. 
So 23? Is there 23 and, and 10. Oh, 10. 10. <laughs> ah, dip. It, wait, remind me how Ray of Frost works. Is it just an attack on their AC? It is or? a, uh, on a hit, it t- does 1d8 cold damage, and its speed is reduced by 10 feet until the start of your next turn. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you, uh, you managed to get a hit off. Why don't you go ahead and roll damage on it? We'll count this as a surprise round, I guess. Uh, three. Just three damage? Yep. It's not very much damage. Um, so you hit it. Uh, nice. It doesn't freeze it, but it does uh, sort of push it back a little bit, and it lands with a very, very loud splooch uh, <laughs> directly behind Magnus, who now, I assume, is aware of its presence. Now, wouldn't the amount of noise it makes alert the mushrooms? It actually didn't. Oh. That's weird that you noticed that. Very perceptive of you, though. Are you sure <laughs> that you only have a nine passive perception? Because well, it seems I, like you I have perceive your... it, but I don't. Uh, I don't get it. It seems like how, you've got your wits about you. How big is the splooge wet spot? That's the worst sentence I've ever heard you say. <laughs> hey, it's your terminology, pal. Um, it's not. Uh, it, it's it's about the size of you, actually. It's about dwarf dwarf height. It's a big it's a big production. Uh, and now that the uh, the shit done popped off, as we DMs like to say, uh, let's all roll initiative. You guys remember how to do that? Well, hold yeah. on. Maybe he's not going to attack us. Maybe he just wants to be our Gucci buddy. No, he's definitely not going to be your Gucci buddy. Okay. You guys will have to be each other's Gucci buddies. Uh, I got nineteen. Uh, Ooh, five for me. Oh, I got. Uh, Four. <laughs> you guys need to get some initiative. Uh, all right. First in the order is uh, everyone's everyone's favorite fighter, Magnus Burnside. Is that me? Go for it. Yeah. First, you are just... standing. You are standing right next to this thing. I would say uh, Merle and, and Taco. You guys are about ten feet away. Okay, so this is like sentient, right? This is this is not. Just this a is big... a sentient. Okay. Um, all right. A, a ochre jelly is what it is. It's not a gelatinous blob. You oh. would know, or a gelatinous cube. You would know that's a gelatinous cube. Yeah, I'd be dead. They're you know, they're cube shaped. Also, okay. this isn't a cube. It's just sort of a mound, a round pound of sound. <laughs> um, I am I am going to uh, attack him. Okay. With with my battle axe, two handed. Sweet ass. Thanks. I got a nine. Uh, that's actually enough to hit its armor class. Sweet. Um, and then I do 1d8, 7 plus 4, so I did, uh, oh, excuse me, part, no, we'll go with that, 11. 11. Um, bad news. I, 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 some people might actually call it terrible news. Uh, he has a, a, a strength against slashing damage, so that's the first, there's, there's two discrete pieces of bad news. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. was the first, so he's actually only going to take half damage from that. That's a good clean hit, though. Um, also, whenever the ochre jelly takes slashing damage, uh, it splits into two new jellies, mm-hmm. as if it, ha- if it has at least ten hit points. Uh, so now you have two jellies. Now, Griffin, why didn't you tell me that before I did it? <laughs> you should have like known you better. Helped, you could have helped the brother out and just told me, like, hey, don't slash this guy. If you were making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and you drop some jelly on the counter, are you uh-huh. going to take a knife and just start cutting at it, you <laughs> Dumb son of a bitch. It's all I've got. What am I going to do? Shoot with an arrow? It's That's piercing damage. That would have been preferable, certainly. Oh, okay. Well, well you, then, got double, you got double jellies now. 
then I'm going to okay. now move out of the way. You're not going to do anything. You're done. No, I can attack, and now I'm going to retreat back to you guys and, and uh-huh. get away from it. Okay. Are you going to stand in front of them like a brave fighter? Or are you going to... More to the side, like showing that we're all in this together. Okay, great. Uh, it's now the double jellies turn. Uh, one of the jellies just sort of waddles uh, over to... Please keep in mind that its, its speed is reduced by 10 feet. Oh, shit, that's a good point, Justin. I'll say that one of their speed is reduced by 10 feet. I think that's BS, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, no, you're right. Both of them have a speed of 10 feet, which you have just reduced to zero feet. Um, So uh, one of them just sort of sits there and and shudders about. Um, uh, The other one uh, sort of uh, melts around some of the fungus on the floor and sort of absorbs it up into its mass. Cool. Um, so now he's got some fungus sort of floating around in there. Um, cool. But uh, neither of them are capable of of hitting from that far away. So you guys are safe. Good play, Justin. Mm-hmm. Good Dungeons and dragons Next you. in the order, who rolled a five? Hey, you taco? You're a great wizard. Yeah, you're super good at wizards. Thanks. Uh, I'm going to do magic missiles since we've got two cats here. Uh, we have cats now? No, I mean, they're, they're things. Dude. I'm going to use... Uh, two darts on the one on the left and one dart on the one on the right, from my perspective. Okay. How does that work again? I create three glowing darts of magical force. Each dart hits a creature of your choice within range that you can see. A dart deals 1d4 plus one force damage to the target. Uh, okay, do you just want to roll one one damage dice for all three? Uh, well, let's see how that goes. Yeah, if it's a good roll. If it's well, a good roll. No, that's not how we... That's not... <laughs> listen, that's a shitty house rule. That's a... Good news, it's four. So yes, one roll for all three <laughs> will be just fine. Okay, remind me how you distributed them again. Uh, basically, that will be ten force damage to the one on the left and five force damage to the one on the right. Okay, and the one on the right is the one that had the mushrooms up in, up in its girth. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, cool. Uh, next in the order is Merle. I'm going to cast Sacred them. Flame. I'm going to cast Sacred Flame. On the one on the right, with okay. the, uh, the fungi. Sacred flame means they make a dodge, right? The target must succeed on a dexterity saving throw. Yeah. yeah. Uh, against your spellcasting modifier, it's just plus, it's just 13. Uh, so they have to beat a 13. Guys, you won't believe this. Dexterity? Not these goddamn jelly strong. <laughs> uh, and you're doing this on the one on the right, right? Yeah, the one with the fungus. Oh, goddamn, that's a 19, though. That is going to do it. That jelly just made the save of its lifetime. Ah. Um, so you don't do it. You do burn away a bit of the carpet of, uh, of, of fungi around that one on the right, so he's not going to be uh, eating any more shrooms until he starts uh, moving around. Well, good. I hope I've made their friendship. Back to the top of the order. It's, uh, it's you, Magnus. Hey, guys. I don't think we're ready for this jelly. Um, <laughs> Travis, I need you to make a constitution saving. No, that was, to, that was to Justin and Dad. That wasn't as Magnus. Are you? I don't think Magnus so. Magnus doesn't make bad jokes like you that. Kinda had like a tone, you kind of had like a tone in your voice that made it sound like no, that. You know it was Magnus because it's much more like. Oh, 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 oh. Hey, don't You've you never think- done that. You've never done that voice. I think we all know that that's how Magnus sounds. Look in your heart. <laughs> Maybe we are the reaching, are so distracted. We are like, reaching the Tom Hanks event horizon where Travis just <laughs> is 
Magnus, and then I, I guess he like kills we himself in Magnus. a cave somewhere. Okay. Uh, okay. So go ahead and play Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, I'm going to uh, shoot my short bow then. Okay. At uh, which one? At uh, the one with the fungus in him. Okay. Uh, okay. And I got oh critical miss. Um, I did bad. Yeah, you did a very bad job. I'm bad uh, at games. You actually, yeah, you miss really bad. It goes flying off the ledge into the water. My favorite arrow. Yeah. Yeah. You got that arrow sign by by Fantasy Bird Backhood. It was your favorite. Uh, next in the order is the jellies, who are now going to move and do stuff. Um, uh, one of them waddles up to Merle. Uh, are you sure it's not Taco's turn? Yeah, I'm 100% sure. Okay. All right. Sorry. Uh, one of them waddles up to Merle and sort of, uh, starts to stand <laughs> on unpleasant. its legs, uh, stand on its gelatinous legs and sort of form a sort of pod, a big meaty jelly fist. Griffin, uh, how much do these things look like the creatures from Flubber? Good uh-huh. Oh, I'm, s- that's actually the original name. The book says to call them Flubber, but I wanted to avoid any Copyright. sort of, yeah, right. any sort of trademark disputes. Um, so, so it forms a sort of uh, gelatinous fist with some of its mass and sort of tries to smash into Merle. I'm going to use my uh, protection thing. Okay. So that forces disadvantage? Correct. That's good because I rolled an 18, which would have been 22. Uh, instead, it is a 17 plus 4, which is 21, which I assume is going to hit. You're welcome, Merle. <laughs> <laughs> Glad I could help. Uh, Merle, you take God damn it, I rolled two once Uh, You take uh, four uh, Bludgeoning damage Plus three acid damage That's seven Seven Wow, yeah Forgot to maybe scale these guys down a little bit These are are them level five monsters I was talking about earlier Now Merle took seven? Uh, Yeah I took seven Yeah Ow I was wondering why you didn't look more concerned about that. Yeah. <laughs> I guess because I thought it was you. <laughs> no, I'm um, the one that's named after Mexican food. Bad stuffs. daddy. Okay. Uh, and I'm named after Merle Haggard, of course. Perfect. The right Jokey jelly uh, will uh, make a path for uh, a wall that it's relatively close to, sort of gobbling up shrooms as it goes, uh, and uh, uh, starts to actually climb up the wall of the of the cave. Heading back up towards the ceiling. Coward. Uh, and that's what he's going to do with his turn. Next up is Taco. So how are these, how are these, how are they looking right now? If I look at the two of you them, got, you got in one, terms of condition. Um, you've got one right up against you guys that just uh, smashed Merle. Uh, that looks pretty puny. Looks pretty weak. I, as you guys are sort of blasting them with, with magic and uh, the attacks that have, have landed on them, uh, you're just sort of splattering parts of them away. Um, so mm-hmm. the the one that just attacked Merle is pretty puny. The one that's scaling the wall is actually pretty pretty big still. Still pretty huge. It's got a bunch of those mushrooms floating around. There's something actually now that he's up against the, the this glowing wall. Mm-hmm. You can sort of see through him a little bit. And there's a, a, a actually like a larger figure sort of in in the uh, healthier looking, beefier one that's climbing the wall. Okay. So um, if, you, if you were to uh, con them, you would say that the one that just attacked Merle is probably a little closer to the ropes. All right, I'm going to hit him with a uh, ray of frost. Okay. 19. Oh, yeah. Seven. 
Uh, you hit him for seven damage? Mm-hmm. That was a good attack. Hey, you uh, did a good job, Taco. Uh, thank, thank you. I'm all magicked out. I'll take my constitution check now. He is a... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Roll that. It's a 15. Okay, you're fine. Wow, these are good constitution saving throws you guys are doing. We're very constituted. I guess that's true. Uh, the, the jelly is frozen completely solid. Are they strong or weak against stomping damage? <laughs> There's only one way to find out. Okay. Uh, after Taco is Merle. Okay, Merle left to take a call. I've been covering for Merle. Oh, come on. I know. You've ruined, you've ruined the fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> no cell phones in Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, so everyone's back. Everyone ready? We are all back. I hear somebody's Pepsi Max bubbling up. I hear it's I hear a the, surge. It's a surge. Actually. Are you are you kidding what? me? And it's the color of windshield wiper fluid. It's well, the most yeah, Dungeons and Dragons thing I could think to drink. Yeah, and good job. Justin didn't sleep for six days. You really split <laughs> the uprights. Um, Justin, I, I'm actually going to give you a point of inspiration for drinking Surge while we play Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> Go ahead and write that down on your character sheet. Don't know what that's for. Uh, you can use that whenever you want to gain advantage on a roll. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, ta- uh, Merle, sorry, it's your turn. You got one frozen uh, goo ball right in front of you, and you got one cl- climbing, up the, climbing up the walls. Okay, and I'm... Wasn't paying attention. You talked about the condition of the two of them. One is frozen solid right in front of you. One oh, of and them the other's up the is wall. climbing okay. up the wall. All right, then I'm going to cast Sacred Flame on the one climbing up the wall. Okay. Uh, so it makes a check, a dexterity check against 13. Uh, that's a 9 plus, sorry, minus 2. That's a 7. Uh, so, yeah, that's a hit. 7. Good hit. Uh, Palpable hit. Yeah. Okay. He takes the uh, hit. Uh, sort of loses some of his uh, some of his goo. Uh, just sort of streaks Ugh. streaks down the wall. Just a bunch of streaky goo. Streaks on the china. <laughs> we can't we can't do a crossover, Mister Belvedere, jerk off <laughs> reference. Uh, okay. Uh, top of the order, Magnus. I want to kick the frozen one. Okay. I'm going to try to. I'm, I want to kick him over the edge of the ledge. Okay. Go ahead and make a kick check, I guess. <laughs> what uh, check? That would be an unarmed strike. So, and uh, we call that a pele. Griffin. Are you pr- are you proficient in unarmed? Do you know? Um, I have a plus six in unarmed. No, you don't. I do. Is this pre nerf? Is this <laughs> is this before I patched you? Let me see. Hold on. No, it's fine. Plus six. Cool. Okay. Do it. Um, so I got an eleven. Okay. Yeah, that does it. Um. Because the thing is dead, but you you did a you really, really showed him you really hey, really drove thanks. the point home that you guys aren't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> <laughs> and well, then you never um, said he was dead. You just said he was froze. So what happens? What happens to the bomb? It's gone. It's just it turned into into uh, snow. It turned into beautiful snow, and the snow is swirling all around you. Let it go. Let it go. Dad, I need you to make a Constitution save. <laughs> Uh, oh, great. Uh, five. That's what five. you get. That's not going to do it. Uh, you are going to take 1d4 poison damage. Great. A two. Worth it. All right. When I look at the snow, I say, that's how we do. And then you I'll make, make my a constitution, constitution. <laughs> 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 Uh 
uh, 22. Uh, 22. Tw- yeah, 21. Good. Sorry, 21. And I yell, guys, stop talking. <laughs> just make a constitution saving throw. Uh, I got a six. A six, yeah. You're going to take 1d4 poison damage. Okay. That's a I, one. I shriek in terror seeing him <laughs> you poison. Take, you take a constitution saving throw. Uh, 15. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, the jelly we is going to take... We have to keep it down. The fungus is <laughs> reacting to the sound of our boys. Uh, that is a seven. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a three. That's three points of damage on top of the, the one that you took. Okay. So if everybody's done with this <laughs> monkey shines... Ow. You weren't supposed to die in this room. <laughs> We're not real good at this. Um... Uh, actually, while you guys were doing all that, you lost sight of the the jelly scaling cool, wall, cool. and instead you just sort of hear the sound of of gushing above you. Well, another successful battle. <laughs> uh, actually, you're still in order. Uh, next in the order is Taco. Uh, can I make a perception check. Uh, yeah, sure, if you want. See if I see it. Well, I got a five anyway, so let's not even okay mess around. Um, I cast, uh... You can make an attack on a creature you can't see, it's just very hard. Or you can try and illuminate it somehow. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. Um, I am going to do prestidigitation, uh, and uh, just shoot some sparks up in the air. Hell yeah. uh, To try to catch a glimpse of it. Shoot some Bubba Sparks. Okay. Uh, you don't <laughs> need to do a roll. No, I'm actually just shoot some. I'm going to shake up a can of Sparks <laughs> and I'm going to spray it in the air to see if it hits the, the slime guy. Uh, do you want to do that or do you want to do the fireworks? I'll thing? do the fireworks thing. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, Taco launches a. There's silent fireworks. Of silent fireworks. But uh, deadly. In, into the sky uh, and they burst and then sort of just like freeze frame up there. It's really cool. Uh, and, and because of that, you can actually see the mass of it uh, sort of directly above Taco. Cool, cool. Merle says, ooh, pretty. No, and he he does constitution saving throw. Oh, right. You can't die in here. 18. Okay. Uh, cool. No, 20. Because you rolled an 18 oh, plus 2. Next in the order is you, Merle. This well, thing is about, this thing is about uh, it's on the ceiling about 20 feet up. Is, and it now like I can one see of the, it. is it like one of those sticky toys that you throw up and we can see it starting see it starting to like peel off? Yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely. I, got, I have to try Sacred Flame one more time. Are you going to burn all your spell slots, though? Sacred Flame is a cantrip, I think. Is it a yeah, cantrip bat or is it a spell it's slot? It's a cantrip. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'll go for it. What's right. the, Wait, what's the range on that, though? 20 feet? 60 feet. Oh, God. Flame away. Why don't you flame the bad guys in the other cave? <laughs> Yeah, why don't you just flame your way out of this adventure? Go ahead and flame the final boss, yeah. I just thought maybe making it competitive was a good idea. Okay. Yeah. Blast him. Um, Okay, I make it with Sacred Flame. Cool. Uh, I rolled a four. So that's just, I'm not even going to, so I subtract two from that. So bad. Okay, so am I rolling damage? Uh Uh-huh. Yep. Seven plus... Nothing. No, it's seven. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you do that, you blow a lot of his gunk off, and it sort of uh, rains down, actually, on on you and Taco. Um, uh, why don't you guys actually make reflex checks to see if you can sort of dodge this uh, rain shower of 
of ochre jelly jism that you've just showered oh. all over the two of you. <clears throat> Oh, now, Griff, I don't see a reflex on here. Oh, sorry. It would just be a dexterity. Dexterity saving You better throw. do it because I'm minus one on dexterity. Well, you both you both are going to do it. Oh, he can't reflex right. for you, Dad. That's not how reactions That's a good work. point. Uh, 16. 22. Yeah. Cool. You're both safe. Uh, okay. you. It's like the Matrix. You Or you just sort of, you oh, just yeah. sort of dodge the jism. <laughs> No, it's like that. It's like that one scene in the Matrix where they all dodge the jism. <laughs> that was Matrix. That was Matrix with three X's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is there okay. anything I can kick? Uh, no, but it is your turn. Cue with the kicking. Uh, I got this, these new boots. The uh, ochre jelly on the ceiling is looks like it's just sort of, just sort of a few fluid ounces. Merle uses hand signals. To tell Magnus he should shoot it. Wait, hold on. You had mentioned earlier there was a figure in the jelly. I mean, it's not a f- few fluid ounces. It's it's still... Is there I was still, being hyperbolic. Is, does it look yes, kind of... Is yes. it like a Krang situation? Oh, where there's like a brain inside? Well, is there like a, a smaller person inside of it? Is it a thing? Uh, at this at this point, uh, there, there's so little jelly remaining, uh, you can actually make out the shape of a humanoid figure inside of it. Cool, cool. Um, it doesn't look like it's operating it from the inside out, though. Krang-like. I see. Ooh. Oh, maybe it's being digested. I'm All I'm going to do is I'm going to move... Uh, well, not all I'm going to do, but I'm going to stand in underneath it with my shield raised. Uh, Hell yeah. And, and get ready to catch it as it falls. Dig it. Uh, cool. Well, that's uh, on his turn. That's actually exactly what he's going to do. Um, he's going to come down hard, though. So uh, let's do a strength contest to okay. see if you can withstand the blow of the jelly. I understand. Am I just rolling? Some... Uh, yeah, you'll do a check and you'll add your strength modifier to it, and that's what I'll do too. And the winner, the winner takes it all. I roll thirteen plus two, fifteen. I rolled a twenty-one. Okay. Uh, yeah, you you take the full weight of the of the jelly and just sort of easily cast it aside uh, a few feet away from where you're standing, uh, and that is it for the jelly turn. Is it taco? Yep, taco time. Ray of frost. Here it comes. Ew. Count it. That's a. <laughs> Was it like a high number? I, I miss. What did you get? His one. armor class is a joke. It's a one. It's a oh, one. well, that's a miss one. no matter what. Well, yeah. one plus five, six. No, nope. nope. you can't add anything to a one. <laughs> you shoot out crushed ice. Wait, why can't <laughs> and the jelly enjoys a cold beverage. Uh, uh, sorry, why can't I add anything to a one? A one is a critical miss. No matter what, it, it misses. You, there's Your no, there's no f- fixing it. Um, yeah, so so a little bit of uh, uh, two ice cubes come out. You ran out uh, of coolant. Yeah, Taco, Taco shouts, fuck! And you make a constitution saving throw? Uh, 12. Okay, that's fine. Uh, next in the order is Merle. You should Okay. Kick. I've already established that it's... what's the, Okay, so there's a difference between... when you. What did you hit it with originally, Trav, that split it in two? That was my axe uh, slashing damage. So that's slashing. Mm-hmm. We haven't tried bludgeoning it, have we? Um, no. I'm going to hit it with my Warhammer. We also haven't tried hugging it. I'm just saying, guys, maybe there's a peaceful option. I will very flirtatiously hit Thank it you. with my Warhammer. Thank okay. 
like right. the jelly kind like, of a wink, wink and like a hip wiggle. Hey. You, actually, you hear the jelly go, mmm. <laughs> <laughs> that must be jam, because jelly don't shake like that. <laughs> 22. Oh, yeah. And then you roll 1d8 plus 2. 10. Whoa, you roll max damage? I did. Damn. Mm-hmm. Uh, the jelly just sort of splatters and um you actually send the the fungus that it had ingested which by the way was healing it the entire time you were fighting it um uh and you send a dwarven figure just flying uh uh out of the jelly it it rolls for uh about 10 or 15 feet and stops uh just shy of going flying off of the Ledge, and you guys are out of combat. Congratulations, you've solved my jelly puzzle. Yeah, you have solved my Wait, puzzle was of the jam. solution. Kill it. <laughs> well, he didn't say it was a hard puzzle. It was a no. very sticky situation. I'll make a constitution check. <laughs> that was Magnus saying that. Oh, okay. I would have taken just you saying it, but that's fine. It's Thirteen. Thirteen. You're fine. Sometimes uh, Magnus makes puns. Sometimes Travis makes puns. It depends on who's got the wheel at the second. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, there's actually a pretty big patch where the the jelly has uh, the jellies, I should say, consumed uh, a lot of the fungus. So you can safely stand there and talk it at at uh, with your outside voices if you want, if you feel like it. Is it possible to gather up the fungus for future use? Uh, if you want to try and, and pick some of the fungus, no, I'll, I'll let you... Hold on, Merle. <laughs> I'll let you do it with a nature check if you want. What's a nature check? Nature. Nature check. Nature check. I'm terrible at nature. Okay. Um, I'll try it. 18. 18, yeah, you grab some mushrooms. Uh, they're not glowing anymore when you pick them up, and then you Shit. sort of ponder the nature of like life. You sort of yeah, ponder like the, the like the circle of, of life and nature and what it's sort of like this perfect reflection of what we humans are doing to our ecosystem. It's really it's tragic. You guys. Does it have any so, healing properties? Uh, That's all I need to know about. I've got some Netflix documentaries. I want you guys to watch. <laughs> uh, does it have healing properties? I mean, goddamn, there's one way to find out in there. Does it have <laughs> psychedelic properties. I hand the mushroom to uh, uh, over to Merle. And I say, hey, you look rough. You took some <laughs> serious damage in that fight. Maybe just give this a whirl. Trust yeah. me, I'm a wizard. I ought to I ought to eat one. See you what should happens. eat one. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna eat one of the mushrooms. Uncooked? Yeah. Yeah, so you can get what all are the you benefits. a heathen? He okay. wants it raw. What would Anthony Bourdain do? He would eat the weird jizz mushroom <laughs> off, the, <laughs> off the cave floor. I am painting myself into and do you know, a terrible do you know, corner. Do you know why Anthony Bourdain would eat that jizz mushroom? Why? Because he's got no reservations. <laughs> <laughs> That's also why he can't get dinner at a reasonable hour. Yeah. Tell me what to roll to see if it kills me. Uh, no, you just uh, you just eat it. Um, I eat the mushroom. It tastes amazing, <laughs> and you feel uh, like... Uh, it, it, you feel like a buzz, like you just drank a, a twelve ounce glass of delicious surge, uh, but it doesn't. It doesn't patch your uh, your oh, your great. wounds, unfortunately. Um, but it, I can't stress this enough. It was really delicious. You think maybe the the water that was 
um, sort of nurturing these mushrooms was uh, had had some sort of picante. Spe- oh, I shouldn't say picante because then Taco's going to think, yeah, that this is his moment. That it's they've wandered into a salsa cavern. Is, is it <laughs> continuing to drip and flow up over the edge? Oh yeah, yeah. It, it's not flowing up onto the edge. It's sort of crashing against the rock, the rock wall. Uh, and just sort of shooting straight upward. It's not like in, you guys aren't in danger of being like swept over the edge okay. or anything like that. Um, How do we so, go investigate the dwarven figure? Yeah, you still got the dwarven figure there. You got the uh, the elevator leading down, which uh, actually has like a, a an iron lattice gate that uh, has. Is, is there, is there a man inside up. wearing like a jaunty hat yeah. saying like it's elevator hello. business got its ups and downs? That kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, that's exactly what. No lawn furniture, Even fourth Mr. floor, Magnus? ladies' lingerie, second floor. So. I want to go investigate the dwarven figure. How do we do that? Just walk over. I walk over to the dwarven figure to investigate it. Okay. I'm assuming that you uh, anything you say from this point on will be at a low whisper. Because uh, I'm. It's, I am. Sh- guys, we have to be quiet. Uh, you you roll the dwarf over, um, and sadly, tragically, uh, Merle, you recognize it as Nundro Rockseeker, the second. Uh, the the middle brother of the rock seeker. <laughs> no, and then you take a concentration. Check out his boots. <laughs> While you check out his boots, uh, uh, Merle takes a constitution saving throw. <laughs> Seven. Seven. Not not sufficient. That's one though. Just one poison damage. Uh, I I take I take dwarves have an advantage on saving throws against poison. Oh, and tight. you have resistance against poison damage. Oh, great. Well, go do that again then. Roll. I don't know. Well, he, there were several that should have applied to. Well, uh, nine. Oh, plus two, 11. Oh, then yeah, you're fine. Okay. I, I take Merle gently by the shoulders and lead him away as I kind of like tilt my head towards the body at Taco. <laughs> like, I'm going to check his pockets. <laughs> I search the body for valuables. You little... Nope, you uh, don't see it. You're with me. You're being consoled. <laughs> you don't know I'm doing that. He's family! You You're don't know I'm doing it. He's a uh, blind spot to you right now. You need to be uh, nurtured. He does not have magic jumping boots. No. Um, uh, magic jumping boots. <laughs> <laughs> Topical. Um, he does have with him, though, a, uh, a rucksack with uh, some mining supplies. You think it's maybe uh, some of them that he got from the... Uh, mining camp outpost that you guys found at the front of Wave Echo Cave where you found his dead brother. Um, uh, don't worry, he was long dead before you struck the, the killing blow, Merle. Oh, we weren't worried. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, uh, in the bag, though, he does have uh, a very small uh, lockbox that is fortunately unlocked, because y'all don't got no rogues in your party, uh, that has inside of it uh, 320 gold pieces. A small, a small fortune. All right, I put all that in my bag. God. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, go ahead, Mr. Funny Man. I assume we've, we've split that. Uh, no, you put, guys I don't put, know about it. I put it all in my bag. Okay. You can, I'll, let, I'll let the three of you guys figure that out later. I watched that happen. You son of a bitch. And I take the rest of the gear and I throw it over the edge. <laughs> Okay. And then I and then I call out. Oh, I don't know, guys. They got it all. I guess before now. You take Constitution, Constitution check. And then as you walk around, we just hear jingle, 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 jingle. <laughs> hey, do you have like a ton of coins in your pocket? <laughs> no, jingle, they're all jingle, bottle jingle, caps. Jingle, I'm jingle, saving jingle. them for you to save. <laughs> Man, 
I'm saving bottle caps for you to Seth. I don't I would love some gold though if you want to buy some bottle caps. Every year, dragons kill kids. <laughs> um, you can feed this entire village. With bottle caps. I don't know. They just eat the things. Um, no, I am going to need to make that constitution saving throw, though. Talk. Yeah, that's fair. Mm, five. It's not very good, is it? Uh, two damage. Uh, also, in the lockbox is a small, very rusted uh, iron key. Oh, there was a key. Okay. Let's, let's, I bet that's to the elevator. Gesture, did you say? Uh, I, I wave them over okay. and show them the key. And you give them like a thumbs up? Like a thumbs up, and then I point to the elevator. And, and I snatch see- it because I was the only living relative. Yeah. Okay. And you, yeah, you so point you get, you get the awesome rusted key. <laughs> but you uh, have to we'll spend see. the night in the haunted house. It might be a magic <laughs> elevator. Am I, am, maybe that elevator is actually a Warhammer or something. Maybe it's like the Wonka Vader and it'll go anywhere we want. Let's a- get the fuck on it. Okay. Yeah, you. it is indeed the key to the elevator. Oh, thank God. Uh, you turn it, you go down. Uh, you are now uh, on the level with the uh, with the spring. You are actually getting a little bit wet as the, as the waves yeah, come am. up on you. What is the, why why do, you- how, how is the elevator working? Uh, it's sort of a rope and pulley situation cool 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 cool. it's very medieval and very fantasy (laughs) (laughs) uh it's the kind of thing that one might take up to a parapet um i want to drink from the spring oh okay uh yeah you you drink from the spring uh and you it's amazing you feel very very uh uh energized and uh you, you actually feel Right as rain, you feel like you just uh, woke up from a long rest. So kind of like a Cialis commercial? You feel kind of like you're in a Cialis commercial. Cool. We all get in tubs. Um, yeah, you feel you actually feel incredible. And and if you took any damage, it's actually uh, it's actually fine. Y'all Merle, got you should... on this spring. I better get a drink, too. Okay. I'll drink from the spring. Okay. You actually it kills hate... you. It kills you. You die. It's, it's, anti, <laughs> it's anti-dwarven raid. <laughs> Um, you can actually all take this opportunity to uh, take a little spring break if you want. Oh, shit. Spring I didn't break. even think about that. Let's go see Kenny Chesney. That's who you'd want to see? <laughs> That's dwarves how you'd want to see. Dwarves have very specific musical tastes. Most of them are into, like, electronic dance music. Most of them are, like, crazy about Diplo. Hell, I'm not like every dwarf you know. Do you know about Diplo, Dad? <laughs> yeah, they're little building blocks mm-hmm. that people have, like Legos. <laughs> Right? That's exactly right. I'm so proud of you. Can we make it canonical that Merle was cast out of his, like, his clan because of his love for Kenny Chesney? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, were all, they were all listening to, uh, to, to Skrillex. Kenny they were like, Chesney. Okay. Well, I never think... accept your taste in music, Merle. <laughs> she thinks my tractor's sexy, and I think I'm no longer welcome here. <laughs> um... Any way for us to store some of this water? Uh, I checked my inventory. I mean, you check yours. See if you got, got a, a water canteen skin. or something. I don't have a water. I, I do have a water skin. I bizarrely did not do not have a water skin on you me. Do, wait, do you have an adventurer's kit, Juice? No. Oh, I do have a water skin. Can I fill it with water from the fountain? Uh, you can. You you reach into the shimmering water uh, of of the. Uh, spring and you scoop up some of it from your water skin. It's amazing as you lift the water skin from the from the water 
um, you peer inside, and it's actually almost like a flashlight. Like it's that bright. The water, it's it's shining uh, out of it. I um, want shiny water. Uh, and as you stand there and look at it, it actually gets less and less shiny uh, the longer you have it in your water skin until uh, eventually the light completely goes out. And so you I assume it lost all magical. Yeah, property. you get the idea that maybe it's. Not the water as much as it is the stone that the water is landing in. Like the basin itself is sort of. I want to fill my water skin with the stone. (laughs) I solved your riddle. You pop one out like a jawbreaker, and now you're just sucking on stone. (laughs) New from Kenny Chesney. Sucking on stone. I'm sucking on stone. Come on, Dad, and get on the tractor bus. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. We're Dave and Graham, and we host Stop Podcasting Yourself. We started this podcast back in 2008, before podcasts had to have any kind of concept, so we don't really know how to describe it. It's kind of like going to the barber shop if your barber knew all about the first season of the show Elf. It's like a 90-minute massage where the masseuse is two people talking to each other with a third person. It's like the Monsters of Metal tour, only quieter, no music, and just talking. It's like a makeout session, but without the lips touching, they just talk a lot. Download Stop Podcasting Yourself from iTunes or MaximumFun.org. Hey, 